Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And today, we're going to talk about why it feels like you can never get ahead. This is a missing piece of success that a lot of people have. And the reason is because you spend so much time focusing on why you're not successful and not nearly enough time focusing on how you've been successful in the past. This podcast is all about counting your successes instead of your failures and how it's actually a business tool. So why is that? Why do we want to do that? Because wherever focus goes, energy flows. Most of the time when you start to go after a dream, your mind keeps wondering why you're stuck and why you haven't gotten there yet, right? Like, do you know what I'm talking about or am I crazy? Like, you're kind of mean to yourself for why you haven't gotten further along in your goals. I, I would always look at my to-do list and be like, haven't, why haven't I gotten all this done yet? And I would get down to myself and it was like, until it was completed, I couldn't be happy. It was like this perfectionist mindset. And then I get into an unresourceful state when I looked at those, what was left on my list and it, I would get even less done. Does that sound like you? Where you, if you count the number of things on your list that you haven't done, it makes you feel worse so you get less done. It doesn't feel very good. So what does that prove? That proves that when you look for how far you have left to go on your to-do list, that's just one small example. When you look for how far or how much more you have to do or how much further you have to go to get to your goals, it creates negativity. Now, don't confuse that with getting excited about big goals and big dreams. You absolutely should be excited about big goals and big dreams. I think visualization, uh, visualization is an extremely powerful exercise to picture where you want your life to end up. But what I mean is... When you're simply saying, why aren't I there yet? Those words will knock you down. So I'll give you a great example. At the time of this recording, uh, we paid off 100% of our debt yesterday, which is awesome. Amazing, right? Super exciting. $92,600 gone from debt. Totally free, which feels amazing. And it's everything we visualized and more. It was one of the most incredible feelings ever, but it didn't start feeling that way. I, we had to build that into how we went off, went about paying off our debt. So what do I mean? Like, can you imagine when, like, how we felt when we started paying off ninety two thousand dollars? Can you imagine how that felt to be just, just sucked into that burden of debt? Can you imagine how negative our mindset would be if that's what we continue to focus on? That's how we started. And it was almost like this mindset of, I can't be happy until I finish that debt. And it drove me absolutely nuts. It, we, just, we just went crazy. We were like, well, shit, are we ever going to get out of this? In fact, I remember when we paid off 46300 That's halfway, right? I remember when we paid off $46,300 of principal, so half. I remember looking at it and going, oh my gosh, we still have 46300 to go, right? I didn't even take a second to feel grateful for the fact that like, holy crap, we just paid off 46 grand, right? We didn't, I didn't even focus on that. Do you see the difference? Do you see the difference in energy? Oh my gosh, I still have 46000 left to go versus, holy crap, we just paid off 46 grand. And that was a, a success strategy that we needed to learn to implement into our debt go forward. We would need to, we started counting even when we would pay off $150, something super small, or $25, something super small, we'd celebrate that. Do you see the difference? So when you focus on how far you've come, what emotions do you feel? You feel happy, you feel excited, you feel joyful, you, joyful, you feel passionate, you feel alive, you feel free, you feel momentum. 
And like you can write even more down in your notes, but that's how you feel, right? But when you focus on how far you still have left to go, what do you feel? You feel fear, you feel doubt, you feel scarcity, you feel pain, you feel impatient, you feel frustration, you feel blame, you feel anger, you feel resentment. You're just pissed off and you're in an unresourceful state. And those two groups of emotions have totally different results in your life, right? Which of those two groups of emotions is going to be more likely to get you to your goal faster? Obviously, when you focus on your successes, which of those, those two groups of emotions are going to make you feel stuck even longer and never feel happy with the way your life's going? Obviously, the negative one, right? One is exciting. One is painful. The challenge is that most people focus on how far they have left to go and don't even, they don't even notice how far they've come. Not you, not anymore. That's not what's going to happen. As you go through life living this way, it builds resentment and anger and it makes it even harder to get to your dreams. So why does this happen? Why does your brain do this? So this will really help you see that if you're an asshole to yourself, it's literally just your brain doing its job. Okay, so why can't you see how far you have left to go and how far you've come simultaneously at the same time? Why not? Because there's a piece of your brain called the reticular activating system, and its job is to fizzle out all the millions of things that you're not currently looking for. So let me give you an example to show you what I mean. Look around whatever room you're in right now and count the number of things that you can find that are red. Just do it. Just trust me on this. Count the things that are red. Ready? Go. Look for red. 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 Count the things that are red. Look for 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 red. I found six. How many did you find? I found six. But let me ask you this. How many things did you find that were blue when you did that exercise? How many things did you actually find that were blue? Probably none. Why? because you weren't looking for it. But check this out and just trust me on this. Look around the room for everything you can find that's blue. Ready, go. Look for blue, 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 look for blue. I found seven. I found seven things that were blue. I did not find any of those that were before. So that's how your brain works. Do you notice that? Isn't that pretty crazy? Like, when you focus on red, you didn't even notice blue. And when you focus on blue, you didn't even notice red. That's your reticular activating system doing its job. If you've ever been in the market for a car and the second you decide you want to buy a 2017 Ford Fusion or whatever it is, you see that car everywhere. The reason is because that's what you're looking for, right? So when you focus on what you don't want, meaning how far you have left to go, that's doubt, that's skepticism, that's pain. And those thoughts will grow in your mind like weeds. So Jim Rohn has an amazing quote that says, stand guard at the gates of your mind or weeds will grow automatically. What does that mean? That means that unless you program your mind to look for what you want or blue or how you want to feel, it will automatically find red or what you don't want or how far you have left to go. Why is that? Because your brain doesn't have a primary interest in making you happy. Your brain's job is to make sure you survive. So at any moment in time, it's looking to protect you from pain. So when you think about these big goals that you set and all these things you want to achieve or accomplish, your brain's going, whoa, 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 don't go after that. That could mean rejection. That could mean failure. That could mean just someone disapproving of you. So your brain is trying to protect you from pain. That's what it's doing. So if ever you're an asshole to yourself, it's your brain literally doing its job. And I can go on and on about this. Um, and in fact, check out my podcast, how to get out of your rut when you're feeling stuck. 
that episode will explain much further detail of what I just explained with the brain and how it works. And it will re- teach you how to rewire your negative thinking in detail. So re- so listen to that episode after this, but that will explain how to get rid of that negative self-talk. But my point with all of this is simply that when you focus on how far you have left to go, you won't even notice how far you've come. So when you look for how far you've left to go, that's red. You won't even notice blue, right? You won't notice how far you've come. Your brain doesn't look for both simultaneously. Does this make sense? Does this make sense? So there are four things you can do to break through this. And and this doesn't even include the podcast episode that I just talked about. There are four things you can do to break through this. Number one, every night before bed, stop thinking of all the shit you didn't do. And start making a list of everything you did. In fact, to-do lists suck up your time. To-do lists will just just eat you alive. And I'll do another podcast about that, actually. It's a good point that I just came up with. (laughs) I'm going to do another podcast about to-do lists and blocking your time instead of just writing out a to-do list. But for now, just know that to-do lists will eat you alive if you have the wrong focus. So you're going to create a crushed it list. Okay, you're going to create a crushed it list and you're going to write out before you go to bed, when you finish work or even when the kids get home, whenever it's a good time for you. Like don't look at what you haven't completed. You're going to look at what you have completed. You're going to write down all the things you did complete that day. I encourage you to start a success journal. Count your successes every night before bed or every day when you finish work. Journal all the things that did go well that day, the things that you did accomplish, the effort you did put in. And that could be something even super small like I brushed my teeth today. Right? Even if it's just one thing, write down something that, that led you towards your goals and be grateful that you did that. Do you see the difference in energy between focusing on that and focusing on what you didn't accomplish that day? How are you going to go to bed differently? How are you going to wake up differently? That's number one. Number two is you're going to count all the wins of your life. Just over one weekend sometime, you're going to count all the wins of your life. Okay? So this is how you feel amazing instantly. You go back through your life and you look at what you have accomplished. We're so focused on what's next that we forget to give ourselves a pat on the back for what we've already done. And here's the thing. There are hundreds of things. You can even, like, like I said, you can even count brushing your teeth. You can count graduating from high school, graduating from college, whatever it is. Having your first kid, it doesn't matter. Getting married, anything. Write down all of your wins of your life. Just start as, as early as you can and write down all the wins you've had for your entire life. Do you think if you do that, you'd feel more confident or less confident to create more wins? Way more confident. And when you feel way more confident to create more wins, what happens? You create more wins because that's what you focus on. Blue, that's what you focus on. So wherever focus goes, energy flows. So if you focus on how many wins you've had, you find a way to create more. Does that make sense? So create just a success journal of all the wins you've had in your entire life. It'll take you a couple days. It'll be really cool. Okay? That's number two. Number three, count the productive years of your life that remain. So what do I mean by this? Have you ever heard the cliche that patience is a virtue? So why is that a thing? Because if you consistently are impatient for your dreams, you're actually making them take longer to achieve. They're they're going to take longer. If you're impatient, it makes it, it's kind of like watching a a pot boil, right? It just feels like it's taking longer. And in fact, it will take longer. It'll take way more years if you're impatient for your dreams because you're pushing away the lesson that would get you there faster. For so many people, 
They think that it's taking so long to achieve their goals. They want it right now. They want the financial freedom right now. So an exercise that I have my clients do in my program Appreciation Academy to learn to chill out is called a productive years exercise. So what does that mean? Well, most human beings are productive members of society, give or take, from age 22 to age 75. Unless you're a dude, then you're a douchebag until you're 26. I'm obviously kidding, but play ball with me here. 22, uh, 22 to 75, sorry, 22 to 75 would be your productive years of your life, right? 22 to 75, give or take. That's 53 years. So let's say you're 30 and you're going after your dreams and you're getting really impatient. That means that you've used eight productive years from when you were 22 and you still have 45 remaining until you're 75. Isn't that insane? 45 years remaining if you're 30 to be a productive member of society. You've got time, so chill. Let's say you're 40. If you're 40 years old, having this big midlife crisis about how everything's done, you're too old to start that business, all that stuff. If you're 40 years old, that means you've used 18 productive years and you have 35 remaining. 35, more, way more than half. Isn't that insane? Let's say you're 50. That means you've used 28 years and you still have 25 remaining. You're barely crossed the middle mark. And what if you're 60? You've used 38 years and you still have 15 remaining. And even if you're 70 and you've used 48 productive years of your life, you still have five remaining. Now that might not seem like a lot, but think about, for example, Colonel Sanders, who started Kentucky Fried Chicken in his 80s. Think about that for a second. Think of what can be possible in five years. Five years ago, I was overdrafting my bank account almost every other week. I was $92,000 in debt. I was not married. I didn't have a business. I was getting sick of a corporate job that I disliked. Nothing wrong with corporate. I just didn't like mine. Janice and I were doing long distance and there was no end in sight to that. We just started talking about, I guess there wasn't an end in sight to it. We just started talking about moving into Louisville, Kentucky together. That's where we were five years ago. But my point is simply this. You can do a lot of crap in five years. So you've got time. There's a difference between impatience and urgency. Go after your dreams with urgency, but be patient as you go and realize that it's going to be okay. So that's number three. And finally, number four, recognize how far you've come. A way to do this is, have you ever taken a second to look at where your life was five years ago, just like I did a minute ago? So where was your relationship five years ago? Where was it? Where was your love life five years ago and where is it now? Where was your career five years ago? Where is it now? Where were you in terms of personal growth and development five years ago? Where are you now? Where were you in terms of finances five years ago? Where are you now? Right? I think about my life. Holy cow, that's super different. What about your emotional and your emotional health? Where were you five years ago? Where are you now? What about your physical health? Where were you five years ago? Where are you now? In fact, that's a homework coming out of this podcast. Write down in vivid detail where every area of your life was five years ago, and then write out where it is now. So you'll see how far you've already come in those last five years. So if you're thinking about what the next five years are going to be like, because you're focusing on how far you've come, it's actually going to be more successful than it was before. And that's insane to think about, right? So think about how far you've already come. It's incredible. And when you focus on that, you'll be realized that you'll realize that you're going to be able to create more success faster go forward. So stop counting your failures 
Count your successes. Stop hating what's incomplete on your to-do list and start loving what you have accomplished. Stop looking for how far you have left to go and look at how far you've come. It is a game changer because instead of being crippled by fear and doubt and panic and impatience and resentment and frustration, you're beyond excited. You're passionate, loving, motivated, inspired to create more. This is a success tool, my friend. If you use this, You'll have more confidence behind the action towards your dreams than ever before because you're focused on what's beautiful instead of what sucks. You look for blue instead of red. And you logically know this, right? Like you know to do this. You've heard cliches about it so many times. But if you logically know this, but you don't know how to break through it, then get help. Invest in that course. Invest in that coach. Whether it's through my program, Appreciation Academy, or through another mindset expert, invest in someone you connect with. You will turn, I promise you, you will turn decades into days by investing money and time into someone that's done it before. The main reason I am where I am is because I invested thousands of dollars and hundreds and hundreds of hours into learning from people that have gone before me. So whether that's through me or Appreciation Academy or through another personal growth expert, invest in your growth. It is costing you more if you don't. Does that make sense? Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for tuning in. Start counting those successes. I appreciate you for being part of the the Path to Mindset Mastery so much. I do not take your time for granted, and I hope you got something valuable out of today's episode. My name is Brad Bizjak, and I will see you next week.